Hello and welcome back to the Temple University Law Library podcast, where we delve into resources that Temple's Law Library has to offer, as well as asking questions about the law so you don't have to. I'm your host, Olivia Benner. As I've said before, over the next few episodes, you will hear all the interesting interviews our previous host, Carly Goldberg, put together for your benefit. In today's episode, Carly spoke with Professor Laura Little. Professor Little serves as James G. Schmidt Chair in Law. She specializes in the federal courts, conflict of laws, and constitutional law. Professor Little is an accomplished author whose works range from a solo authored casebook on the conflict of laws to guilty pleasures, comedy and law in America. Professor Little has been recognized with the University Great Teacher Award, Temple University's highest award for teaching. As an attorney in Philadelphia, Professor Little litigated commercial cases and represented print media and First Amendment cases. Professor Little served as the law clerk for Chief Justice William H. Reinquist. Professor Little has traveled internationally lecturing on law and humor. In this interview, Carly and Professor Little discussed the resources that the law library offers and how she used these resources in her professional work. Take it away, Carly. In your role as a law professor, how have you felt the library promotes community within the law school? The library's role as promoting community and actually to me creating the community of the law school is particularly crucial. And in my view, uh, Temple Law School has always done an extraordinary job with that. Uh, For the law school, because the library is the center of the building and the the center of the community, it actually acts as the water cooler you know, the place where you meet people and talk to people and and share what's going on in your life, albeit with a hushed voice. So a real shout out to Michelle Cosby, to Noah Kamaeva, and to Charlie Perkins, who I believe are the real faces of the community of the library. And I think we need to commend them for that because, first of all, It's a challenge to create community in an era where we have our face in screens. And in addition, the library has been thrown a real curveball with the pandemic, with concerns about social distancing, people not being on campus very much, and the like. Personally, I've always loved libraries. I have very fond memories as a child, as a teenager, thinking of the library as a very important and magical place. I tried to convey that to my own children, and Temple Law Library actually has a special place in my heart in terms of community. I was a student at Temple Law School many years ago, and I happened to have fallen in love with my husband of 35 years while I was in the Temple Law School library and using all of its services. So as a follow-up question, you've talked about the versatility of the library. Can you explain how that's worked in some of your areas of research, for example, conflict of laws? Here, I'd like to do a shout out to, again, to Noah Ava, as well as Hina Hilliard and Julie Randolph. I am a heavy user of their expert services. With respect to conflict of laws, I am a associate reporter of the new uh, Restatement Third of Conflict of Laws and have all manner of very, very technical, specific 
projects which I need a little bit of assistance with. So that's the sort of the universe of how they've helped me with conflict of laws. You also mentioned doing research regarding the First Amendment. Can you talk about what your interactions with the library have been like for that project? Yes, in that regard, I was writing a particular book on the First Amendment at a time when the Supreme Court was wrapping up its terms. So it was very important to me to be on the cutting edge of everything that was happening in terms of the Supreme Court and newspaper coverage and the like. So they helped me very much be part of the cutting edge of what was actually in the process of evolving at the time I was writing the book. They've also helped me with identifying certain lower court opinions that apply Supreme Court cases. And has the process looked the same when working on projects relating to other constitutional law? It has, although I think that this particular category goes to the versatility of the law library because there's been times when I actually needed to look at how constitutional law was taught elsewhere how constitutional law was taught to undergraduates in state institutions. So that was almost more like market research. That is the type of research for which I did not have the expertise into the secondary sources that exist. So they were very valuable to me in that regard as well. And considering not just United States law, but in terms of international law, what has your experience been in research with that area? So for those that have tried to research international law, you might have confronted a lot of obstacles. That is in accessing sources, knowing how to cite to sources and the like. So I don't do international law as a mainstay of my research, but it has touched on my research in many ways, particularly with respect to conflict of laws, which is known as private international law in the international sphere. And in addition, in preparing for courses such as international criminal law, which I have taught. And I've really relied heavily on the library's expertise in accessing international sources and citing international sources. You have an area of expertise in law and humor. That's something that you have put a lot of time into researching. Can you speak about that a little bit? So law and humor is one of those enterprises that I have engaged in for for a number of reasons. To begin, it's very much related to constitutional law, in particular the First Amendment. But if you think about someone that's spending a good one third, one half of her scholarly energy on conflict of laws, you have to appreciate that it's important to have some fun and some sanity. Law and humor provides that for me. In that regard, the library's work has actually been pretty different from the other types of projects that I've used them for. That is in particular, they've done empirical work that is looking for newspaper articles, looking for actually examples in transcripts For example, of instances where judges say inappropriate things, they make a inappropriate sexist or racist remark or joke during a legal proceeding, or a lawyer does the same type of thing. So it was actually, I think, fairly uncomfortable research for the law librarians, but they did it um, and came up with a lot of very, very valuable law and humor material for me. 
So I will wrap up by asking you for any students or young lawyers who are listening, um, what advice do you have as far as them utilizing the library as a resource? So I guess my primary message would be to make sure that you make full use of what the library has to offer. Um, there's many different ways in which you can interact with the law librarians. For example, at, at Temple Law, there are a number of programs that the law librarians run where they're actually training students in various ways to do legal research and, and, and the like. Students and lawyers shouldn't be afraid to ask for help. They have a please disturb me, please disturb me now sort of attitude that makes them very, very approachable. And don't forget that they're highly, highly trained professionals. Most of them have law degrees. In addition, most of them have higher degrees in library science. They have a vast knowledge that is there for you to take advantage of. And I'd just like to express my own gratitude to the Temple Law School Library for helping me for many, many years. Thank you so much, Carly and Professor Little. Temple as a whole has a lot of great resources for students to succeed, but it's absolutely incredible that individual schools have even more resources tailored to the students within its majors. What I think is most important is that professors use the law library as a resource too. It isn't just for the students and further shows how great of a resource it is. For more resources, check out the law library's webpage, law.temple.edu, or reach out by email at tulawlib at temple.edu. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Temple University Law Library podcast. We hope you join us next time. Have a great day.